Well, hey, New Panthers, glad to see you again. Today's episode, we talk about staying on the path we know. Look forward to seeing you in just a few minutes. Hey, you guys, this is Matthew Sanchez, and you're listening to New Paths. Here's the quote of the day. Being successful in life is saying that you bought a house and you're successful. Okay, so what? Being great in life is buying a house but showing someone else how to buy the same house you just bought. Now you think about it. You ought to want to be great than successful because that's what the world needs more than ever. We need more leaders and we need more people who want to be great and do great things. I'm Matthew Sanchez, and you're listening to New Paths. Walking through the woods and going on hikes was an ingrained part of my childhood. I have very pleasant memories of mom and dad uh, saying to us on a Sunday afternoon, okay, let's all get in the car because we are going on a long hike. One of the favorite places that I, I would love to go is the Chestnut Trail. It's a long uh, trail, probably about five miles, uh, and we would run ahead of mom and dad and pick up sticks and throw rocks and pick up chestnuts and listen to the, the bugs that were around. Uh, we would see where horses and people riding their horses would ride the trails and, and of course the horses would leave their evidence of having been there. It was uh, a fun time. It was a time that the family could just unwind from all of the week and you know, having come from a, you know, wonderful church service, it was just a great way to to finish off the day. We would uh, pack up our snacks and, and our little drink and uh, make our way out into the woods. And we knew it was going to be pretty well the rest of the day that that would happen didn't realize that some really, really deep spiritual ingraining would happen during those times. Mom and dad would do that in in order for us to really connect to the things that were around us, the people that were around us, because when we would be on the trails, it was it was quite often that we would run into people, some that we knew. Uh, most, however, we, we didn't know. But we all had this one thing in common, this love for the trail, this love for being out in nature and, and connecting to it. One thing that was sure that we would be when we would be out on the trail is the marker post as you went down the trail you would see the 
uh, paintings on the trees, just little dots in each of each color uh, recognize, uh, not recognize, it uh, gave direction to the different trails because the chestnut would often uh, break off and you would have other trails that you could go to. Some were uh, overlooked, some were gardens, some were just other trails that connected. So you had to be careful. You had to be careful to watch the color that was marked on the tree because that's the one that kept you on the trail that you wanted to be in. It was the thing that was sure. It was the thing that when you were out, if you got lost, all you had to do was make sure that you were following the right path, that you were following the trees that had the color of your path that was marked out. I got that when I was young. Later on, uh, we got away from that, got away from uh, going out onto uh, the, the paths and, you know, life happens and you go other places. But one day, uh, not too long ago, I decided I would go back. I would, I would go back on those trails just to see what it was like. Well, that's where this really interesting story takes place. I'll be back in a moment. So I go back. I go back and... I pull into the very, very familiar uh, parking area and all of these memories of childhood come flooding back. I go over to the guide post and look and, and see how the aged wood was still there, still marking the same pathways through the woods. I made sure that I had plenty of water and a trail mix because I knew that that five miles was going to be a long one. So everything checks out and off on the path I go. Uh, memories flooding back with each step and uh, all of the trees, looking at all of them, realizing that the ones that I'm looking at are some of the same ones that I looked at as a child. Most of them have grown uh, substantially, but still, uh, they were there. And it was almost like uh, reconnecting with old family members. So make my way on the trail and uh, started in the morning and it was nice and cool. I could see where others had been there earlier. Uh, bikers had been on the trails and just making my way through and uh, saw some other hikers that uh, looked like they were returning from their long hikes. And it was just a really, really, really refreshing 
time uh, in the beginning. And as I made my way through, it was probably about a mile and a half into uh, this hike, I saw this group of ladies and they were walking their dogs and they were chatting and I could tell what was what was going on. They could see that there was this area of the trail that just kind of broke up a little bit. And, and if you didn't pay attention to the markings, uh, you would end up uh, across this one street and you would lose the trail completely. So I just kind of watched them to, to, to see what they were doing. And sure enough, they missed the marker and they went across the street and and I they were having this conversation with each other, trying to figure out what way to go next. The group just kind of went silent when uh, I was making my way through uh, and they saw uh, that I didn't cross the street. I kind of made this this right. It was it just kind of tucked in behind this one group of bushes. And if you weren't paying attention to it, you just miss it. But if you look up, you would see that there was a definite trail marker there. And I, I made that uh, that gentle right around and uh, continued up the path. And, and I could hear one of them go, hey, well, let's just follow him. He, he seems to know what he's, he's doing. And I just kind of kept on going. The dogs, I could hear their dogs with them, and they were making... Uh, tr tracks up the trail behind me and uh, the dogs I think they were just wanting to catch me is what it was continued on and the dogs their barking died down and and it was just me on the trail again about two miles in uh Things got just a little bit unfamiliar. Time and uh, just doing all kinds of other things. I didn't recognize the way the trail was was taking me. Now, I guess if I was eight, nine years old and familiar with the trail, it wouldn't have made any difference. I would have known. But, you know, this was a few decades later and you know, things weren't quite so familiar anymore. Continued on, uh, the path was still uh, well marked, and there were a few areas where the painting on the trees uh, started was was fading out, but it was just enough. Um, while on it, uh, a couple of joggers passed by, and and you know we gave gentle greeting to each other. They uh, went on. And I thought, well, maybe I can try to keep a little bit of pace with them. I can speed up. And it didn't take long before they were far, far, far off into the distance. I came around this one bend. And there was the, the trail split off into two areas. One uh, tucked its way to the right down the hill uh, and and it was really the continuance on the journey. But then there was this other one that went straight. And the interesting thing about it was the markers were the same. And I looked at them 
and I thought, well, one of these markers just doesn't look right. It looked like someone had come on the trail and painted uh, a, a, a another mark on the trees. And, and what gave it away is just a few steps up, there was another marker that was a different color. And I thought to myself, well, you know, I'm not trusting this. So I'm just going to continue on down this one that I am familiar with. I can see that the paint is the same. It's still got the same wearings on it. So I'll just go ahead and make my way down this way just to be safe. Uh, proved to be the right decision. Uh, continued on and uh, the uh, rain, it started, there was a rain cloud that came over and it started and, uh, you know, it just really added to the experience. Uh, as I walk down the path, I, I pick up some rocks and I don't know if you've seen this before, you, uh, where people would stack rocks on the side of, of the trail. I don't know what it means. I just think it looks cool. So I grab my few rocks, one rock for each family member, and then just kind of stack it up in a place where I think that nobody is going to get to just as one of those family remembrance things, you know, oh, this is me and this is my wife and this is my two boys and this is my dog and this is my cat. May we be on this path forever. You know, one of those things, right? <laughs> Come on, you've done it. All right. So, so I continue on and, you know, the path, that five miles just seemed like it was taking forever because then about uh, three and a half miles. I'm going, man, what in the world is this? Whoa, I thought I should have been done by now. But we get, I get to this one part and oh my goodness, things just don't go right. And I'm going to tell you, this is where uh, I had to really have a real check mark. And I'll tell you about that right after this. What I know for sure is this, is that the pain that we feel is the same. The only thing that's different is the story of how we got to where we are. Hi, I'm Matthew Sanchez. I am a motivational speaker <laughs> Some even call me a life coach. Some even call me a mentor. But I'm really just a child of God trying to be obedient to the purpose that God has on my life. That's all. So if you need some encouragement, you need an uplifting message to keep you going, look me up on YouTube as Matthew Sanchez. M-A-T-T-H-E-W Sanchez. S-A-N-C-H-E-Z. And on social media platforms such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and even TikTok, as I am Matthew Sanchez. I promise you won't be disappointed. Because one thing I know for sure is this when you learn, you teach. When you get, you give. Thank you. So I get to this one portion of the trail where this jogger runs past me and I watch him make this left-hand turn down 
a, a path that looks familiar. And, and I say to myself, well, you know, I'm going to take this little shortcut with him. I see him go down. It looks like it's following the same, uh, same area. And so I just do that. And I watch him as he uh, goes down the path, rounds this corner, and then I see that there's a street there. So I continue on, and, and he goes across the street, and he is uh, getting into his truck. And I realize in this moment that uh, he's left the path, and I don't see where the path continues. So I'm standing there looking at him, and I'm looking at the road that... I have crossed over. I see that there is a bridge there and I look and I don't see anything else other than the path that I've come off of. And panic starts to uh, rear its ugly head as I'm now three, almost four miles into this trek and I am low key lost. I go back up the path a little bit and then I go back down the path and I go back up the path and I'm, I get to where I made the detour often and, and I look there and it looks like the path has just ended. And I am in a quandary at this point because I know if I go back the other way, well, that's going to be another almost uh, almost four miles, which makes that which is going to make that five mile uh, walk. It's going to turn that into an eight mile walk. And I was not having that because my dogs were were starting to whimper. So I. I uh, I'm just kind of going back and forth and back and forth. And then that voice inside of me says, why did you leave the path? You left the path because you thought it was going to be easier. You thought you were going to have a, this. You thought you were going to have this shortcut. You you looked at it and you thought, well, I'll just cut these few little feet off of it. But now you've gotten yourself into something that's deeper. And then this other voice says, well, why don't you just keep following the path that you were on? And then that other voice said, oh, no, there's nothing going to be there. So I listen to the wrong voice and I go right back down and I see this little marking thing. And it's it shows me this path that leads to a garden, which I'm sure was pretty, but I had no interest in looking at any garden at that point. So I go back up to where I made the detour and I said to myself, well, I didn't see any other markings that sent me down this way. I only went down this way because I thought it would be convenient for me and I thought I was going to get me a little bit of a shortcut. Turns out it wasn't a shortcut. Turns out it was something that was going to cause me to go even longer simply because I left what I knew was true. So I go back up and, and I say, well, I know that this right here is not going to work, but 
why don't I just stay on this path, the one that I left? And sure enough, I walk around and keep walking and keep walking, and I can see where that one path uh, diverted. And I kept walking and kept walking, and hidden right behind this branch was the marker for the trail that I was on to continue. And I thought to myself, now, isn't this something? I'm standing here, and, and I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it out of the convenience of the shortcut that I was taking. Well, mm, I saw that, and I took, took a breath, and, and uh, I stopped cussing on the inside because, you know, I, I, you know, my mind was starting to go there, and, and I watched that possible eight miles dwindle down again to the little, the little bit over a mile and some change that I had left. What a difference that made. Simply, simply by going with what I knew was true. The path that I was on was a true path. And well, the convenient shortcut ugh, was great for him because that's where he was going. And man, that's not where I was going. I still had a ways to go. So I continue on and... And the memories and relief uh, flood back over me again. Uh, I can, I remember as I walked through the, the trail, took us, took me through this uh, picnic area. And I remembered all of the picnics that uh, the family used to go on. We had some family friends and we would all uh, cook out there with hamburgers and hot dogs and we would make a day of it and I remember the last little bit I still had my stones in my hands and the last little bit I made an intentional detour off of the trail I found this area where I knew that nobody was going to be going in and I took the stones and stacked them and they became this, this memory for me, this memory of my family, this memory of the detour that I took to, that I didn't need to take. We get to the end of the walk and, and I see the car uh, sitting there. Oh, it was the most beautiful sight. <laughs> I'd seen in a minute because, you know, that was that five miles felt like it was every bit of five miles. If it was straight, if it was on a bicycle at five miles feels like five miles on a bicycle. But I'm not so not so hard but whoo, on a trail where things are. Uh, mosquitoes are biting you and, you know, there's rain that's come down and. Uh, you're tired and the check mix, you just wish that it was a big bowl of french fries. <laughs> hey, I went there. I went there. So I, I get in the car and, and I kind of lean back and go, man, that was great. 
And I sure am glad I stayed on the path. I sure am glad I didn't give up and then just turn back. Because if I did, I would still be walking right now. <laughs> and the cuss words in my mind would have made it to my mouth. <laughs> I'm just kidding, mostly. <laughs> well, listen, sometimes we, uh, while we're walking on our path, we will see what we think is a convenient shortcut. That convenient shortcut will sometimes take us down a path that will make things worse instead of better. What keeps us is staying true to what we know, staying true to who we are, staying true. I'm Kelly, and you're listening to New Paths. I'd like to hear from you. Email me at newpaths70 at gmail.com. Again, that's newpaths70 at gmail.com. Thank you.